Coming up, the Red Sox win on a walk-off Grand Slam. This is Locked On Game to Game, MLB. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game MLB. Local experts join us. We recap all of the action for you from yesterday across Major League Baseball. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. With the game tied in the bottom of the ninth, Pablo Reyes hit a walk-off grand slam to send the Red Sox past the Royals and get the win. Locked On Red Sox reviews a great way to get a W. Hi, Gabby here from Locked On Red Sox. Oh my gosh, Pablo with a massive walk-off grand slam in the bottom of the ninth inning. I truly thought that the ball was going foul. It barely, barely got fair. It actually hit the foul pole. Huge, huge win for the Red Sox. They really needed that after getting swept by the Blue Jays. Brian Bayo with another really solid start. Pitched six and two-thirds, giving up one run. Um, I don't hate that Alex Cora pulled him when he did in the seventh inning. I think you want to keep his confidence where it's at because if you keep him in and he gives up a run or two while he's pitching, then the confidence kind of goes south again, especially because he had been struggling in his last couple starts prior to this one. But wow, was that a huge, huge win for the Red Sox. Got to keep up the momentum, please, and take advantage of this, if you want to call it soft, part of the schedule. Eight runs in the first three innings made for a pretty easy going for the Twins against the Tigers yesterday. Locked on Twins goes over how they got things done. The Minnesota Twins are 653 and 655 in the StatCast era. They're 348 and 312 in the Rocco Baldelli era. But most importantly, the Twins are 4-0 in the Jordan Luplo era after a 9-3 win over the Tigers on Monday. Kidding aside, Twins five straight wins, Guardians three straight losses, Twins now up five and a half in the division, and better than 90% to win, said division. Luplo had three hits, including a double off Joey Wentz, and looks likely to start against Eduardo Rodriguez on Tuesday as well. And Pablo Lopez was absolutely terrific, lowering his ERA below four, 3.81, for the first time in over a month since it was 389 on the 5th of July. Over his last 10 starts, he has a 3.41 ERA, a 6.32 OPS against and 79 strikeouts in 63 and a third innings pitch. Twins outscored the Rangers 7-0 after three innings today and are now plus 45 in innings one through three. That's the stat you won't see anywhere else. Twins. The Marlins and Reds sit in the middle of a tight wildcard race in the NL right now. Our Locked on Reds host has the recap after Cincinnati took the series opener. Brandon Williamson and TJ Friedel come up big and the Cincinnati Reds win on Monday night. Uh, word's got a nice ring to it. When? What's up? This is Jeff Carr from the Lockdown Reds podcast, and the Cincinnati Reds stopped the losing streak. Brandon Williamson, beautiful performance, six and two-thirds with nine strikeouts, easily the best performance of his rookie year, had every pitch working for him. Marlins had no idea what to do with him. Then, TJ Friedel was the key performer in a lineup full of good performances in which the Reds were able to score plenty hit well with runners in scoring position, run the base paths with the aggressiveness that we saw early on, and the gloves came up big when they needed to. Weren't perfect, but got the job done. Overall, amazing to see this Reds team get the win and kind of exhale a little bit. Let's see if a winning streak is on tap. 
Half an inning after the Padres scored the first five runs of the game against the Dodgers on Monday night, L.A. responded with eight runs in the fourth to take the lead for good against San Diego. Our Locked On hosts with both teams have more after a 13-run output from the Dodgers offense. Well, when the Dodgers went down five to nothing, we thought it was going to be a blowout. Turns out we were right. What's up? It's Jeff from Locked On Dodgers. Uh, the good news is it wasn't a blowout the way it looked like it was going to be. After the Padres scored five runs in the bottom of the third to go up five to nothing, the Dodgers answered in the top of the fourth with an eight-run outburst, culminated with a grand slam by Mookie Betts, tying the Dodgers' team record of 11 grand slams this season. I believe it was Mookie's first of the season, but it was 31st homer of the year. Uh, and they tacked on five more in the sixth inning. And uh, Tony Gonsolin, after that rough third inning, made it through six innings, allowed a total of six Six runs, but only one more run after that inning and gave the Dodgers the length they needed. Joe Kelly dominated in the seventh inning, and then Brian Hudson finished it off with one run in two innings. Dodgers win the game. So much to talk about from this game and the whole series with the Padres. So check out Locked On Dodgers every weekday morning for all the Dodger talk you could ever want. I simply do not think there is anything more to say. What's up, everybody? Javier Reyes here, Locked On Padres. Stitch in the background as well. He's he's hanging out. He's having a good time. But the Padres are not. Losing 13-7, to the final game of this Padres-Dodgers rivalry series. Um, what a bad loss, man. And it's, it's been a roller coaster series, for sure. A lot of big, high-scoring games all over the place. And this one looked good for the Padres. Seth Lugo was dealing for the first few innings. But he's been due. I think personally for an, a rough outing because his curveball can hang a little bit. He gives up some hard contact and whatnot. But the, the eight runs in one inning is pretty wild. And then the Padres, of course, don't answer for the rest of the way, even though it was 8-5 at that point. Because as you all know, the loser energy is just permeating throughout every single organ and bone uh, in this team. And that's what happens. The only bright spot is Luis Campizano. The Hive uh, continues to be great. Two home runs for him today. One at the, the bottom of the ninth that didn't matter as much, but he hit one earlier on that gave the Padres the lead to start. So, look, uh, really bad series. The season isn't over, but it is like just a reminder. Like This is why I personally thought that they should sell um, at the deadline, but we'll see. Um, they got their butts kicked by the Dodgers last year, and then that ended up going pretty well for them in the postseason. So this D-backs and uh, Seattle upcoming series, particularly the, the Diamondbacks, uh, is going to be very telling because that could potentially vault them closer because that's one of the teams that they're very much competing against. So hopefully they can do better there. But otherwise, I mean, nightmare series. Uh, nightmare series, and today's game was really rough. Blowing the 5-0 lead, not scoring again. That's the 2023 Padres, man. But until next time, stay faithful. Coming up, the Blue Jays find a way to beat the Guardians late. This is Locked On Game to Game, MLB. Today's edition of Locked On Game to Game is brought to you by BetterHelp. There's always issues in our life that we're dealing with, and talk therapy is a great way to deal with that. I personally have used it in my life throughout the years. I feel it's great to have an outside perspective. It helps you get a little balance and figure out how to deal with your issues. You can use BetterHelp. It's a great opportunity for you to benefit from from therapy. If you're thinking of starting therapy, BetterHelp is a great way because it's online, it's super flexible and easy for you to use. You fill out a brief questionnaire, then you get matched with a therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. So let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on MLB today. You can get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash locked on MLB. 
Welcome back. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game MLB. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. The Blue Jays and Guardians went scoreless into the eighth before Toronto scored three runs in the late innings to take the win. Locked On hosts go over that late victory for the Blue Jays. Hello, friends. Craig Ballard, Locked On Blue Jays. Well, we talked on today's episode about how the Blue Jays seem to struggle always, right, versus rookies, and that was the case again today. Gavin Williams dominated the Jays through seven innings, but then in that eighth inning tonight, Kevin Biggio legacy inning, 0-0 top eight. Kevin Biggio, likely only playing tonight because of the Kevin Kiermaier injury, gets a hanging changeup and dealt with it, hitting a moonshot, a two-run moonshot, giving the Blue Jays a 2-0 lead. Then in the bottom of the eighth would make a fantastic unassisted double play to end that inning and preserve what the Guardians had cut to a 2-1 to lead in that tying run on third base. Hyunjin Ryu was cruising, but while ending the fourth inning with a fantastic play of his own, part of that play now he was struck on the knee with a comebacker, and Ryu did have to leave the game. Jay Jackson and Yenesis Cabrera continued their strong performances for the Blue Jays. Eric Swanson was really good, and it did get dicey late with Tim Mays and Jordan Hicks, but the Blue Jays hang on to take game one of this four-game series in Cleveland. Cleveland Guardians fall to the Toronto Blue Jays. They had some opportunities in this one, and Gavin Williams was utterly brilliant. First Cleveland Guardians rookie starter with 12 strikeouts and only one hit or less in the 100-plus year history of the franchise. Uh, unfortunately, that's about as good as it got. They were no hit until the fifth inning when Brian Rocchio came through. Ended up with two hits for Rocchio, and he battled in the ninth. Just so many small moments in this one. You know, Enyel comes in after Gavin's brilliant, gives up the two-run home run. Uh, they got runners first and third with one out, and Quan hits at the one place he can't. It leads to a very weird double play. They get those first two runners on. Uh, Oscar Gonzalez advances them. You got a pitcher who's struggling mightily with his command, so Cole Calhoun swings at the first pitch, because of course he does. Uh, Rokio battles, unfortunately. They lose, they fall. Blue Jays win, but the upside is the Blue Jays had to use nearly their entire pen, so they're going to be uh, looking for arms for the rest of this series. So if Cleveland can get to any of the starters, uh, we might see position players pitching. Dylan Seas didn't give up a hit until the sixth against the Yankees and the White Sox finished off New York for the win. Our Locked On hosts have more from Chicago. This is Stacey Gautzulius of Locked On Yankees, and the Yankees dropped the first game in Chicago 5-1. We won't blame Garrett Cole for this. Wasn't his best game, but it definitely wasn't his worst game either. We're going to blame this game on the offense. Couldn't do anything. Dylan Cease walked them seven times, and they couldn't take advantage of it. They had the bases loaded three times, couldn't take advantage of it. Now, there was one play by Andrew Vaughn that if the ball was hit just a little bit to either side, he wouldn't have made the play, and maybe the Yankees would have gotten the big hit. But their problem now, instead of striking out all the time, is getting all these guys on base and not getting that big hit. We talk about that on the next show. And we also talk about Garrett Cole's Cy Young chances. Again, the start wasn't his best, but he's been very good this year. And we discuss whether or not we think he can get the AL Cy Young. The Brewers won things in Colorado to stay ahead in the closest division race in baseball. Locked on Brewers has all the details after the win. If only we could see pitching and hitting matched up like they were on Monday night against the Colorado Rockies. Another easy win, 13 to 1. I say another easy. They beat the Pirates in the opener of the series against them last week, 14 to 1. Three players homer, including Sal Freelich, Bryce Terang, Tyrone Taylor. But the night belonged to Freddie Peralta. Third time in his career 
that he has struck out 13 twice now against the Rockies, once at his debut. And tonight, allowing just one hit. In fact, the Rockies had just one hit. He gave up a solo home run in the first, but was just fantastic. The bullpen took over uh, later on. But Freddie uh, becomes just the third pitcher this year in Major League Baseball to have 13 strikeouts in a game. Well, he was great. And again, the 13 runs, what more can you say about that? We'll talk to you coming up on Lockdown Brewers in a little bit, everybody. Six straight losses had the Angels nearly out of the playoff race going into Monday against the Giants. They're in the picture for both the division and a wild card. Our Locked on Angels host has more on a matchup between two teams headed in opposite directions. Hey guys, it's John, one half of Locked on Angels. Unfortunately, the Halos lost this one pretty badly. There was a lot of hope coming into the uh, the ninth inning. They were up 3-2. to two. Carlos Estevez coming in to close it down. And yet again... He blew another save. Aaron Loop didn't help matters either. Look, we're going through it right now. I get it, and it's not fun. Uh, Mike and I are going to talk about this one on Lockdown Angels. Obviously, I was here tonight hoping for a big win. The Super Halo Bros luck has run out, and we're going to talk about that. So join us on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. The Giants needed that inning in the worst way. This is Ben Kaspik with the Locked on Giants podcast. Six runs in the ninth. Six runs in the ninth. The Giants were down a run going into that inning. Three to two. Just a you know another low-scoring game for this team that has been the worst offense in the major leagues for the last six weeks. Going back six weeks, no team has a worse weighted runs created plus. And that's kind of crazy because they were over 500 during that span, but it's been tough to watch. That is a long stretch of being the worst offense in the league, but they're starting to show some signs of turning it around. And then in this game, it felt like they were exercising demons in that ninth inning. Patrick Bailey had the big go-ahead hit, and then the hits just kept on coming. So hopefully the Giants can carry the momentum of this huge win into tomorrow's game and for the last 50 or so games of the season. So more about this on tomorrow's Locked on Giants, where it's your team every day. That's a wrap for this edition of Locked On Game to Game MLB. We thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. The trade deadline is behind us. The playoff push has begun. Make sure you are subscribed to Locked On MLB and your favorite team's Locked On podcast on YouTube and wherever else you get your podcasts from. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.